I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Casey Cantrell. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. Yeah, and it's been a while since we last chatted, Ezra. We took the month of August off, and I know you went on a trip, and it just so happened that there was a lot of new and interesting things that happened in August, and, and I can't wait to catch up with you about that. Yeah, I was in Mammoth last week with my dad, Mammoth Lakes, and it was a lot of fun. Well, I'm excited to ask you more about that. So, But before we get into our feature presentation, let's answer last episode's trivia question, which from a while back, uh, which the question was, what does the name Mulan mean in Mandarin Chinese? It means wood orchid. That's what Mulan means. And I think that had more significance in the original Chinese story of Mulan, but I, I'm honestly not too sure. But yeah, it's an interesting little factoid about the name of Mulan. Yeah, which is exciting because it's already coming out just tomorrow on Disney+. Plus. Well, let's get right to it then. Let's get to our feature presentation. Like you just said, uh, Mulan, I know the last time we chatted on the last episode, we were talking about we weren't sure when the next Mulan's coming out. And so, of course, about a week after we we released that episode, we got news about when Mulan was coming out. So it's coming out tomorrow. And we're recording this on the 3rd. So it's coming out on the 4th on Disney+. Plus. I think you have to have what's called, like, premiere access or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which costs something like $30. So it's it's pretty expensive. But the idea is that you can stream it instantly from home and with all the convenience that brings. So are you going to be watching it, Ezra? Yeah, I will. All right, so when you do, we'll have to be sure to ask what your uh, thoughts were of the movie, how it stands up to the original. And speaking of movies that have come out uh, streaming-wise, recently they released the sequel, the third part of the Bill & Ted franchise, Bill & Ted Mm -hmm. Face the Music. And that's one of my favorite comedy franchises uh, hmm. if you haven't seen it it stars keanu reeves and alex winters who play these kind of goofy surf bro characters and they're very silly they get up to all sorts of antics there's the first movie has time traveling so they meet a bunch of historical figures the second movie it's even stranger than the first one and the third movie Seems like it pulls elements from the first two movies. So that recently came out. Yeah, I can't wait to see it myself. Great, great. And why don't we talk about Phineas and Ferb? Because that's what I'm here to talk about. Okay, yeah. So another movie that has come out, I think on Disney Plus as well, is the Phineas and Ferb movie, which is based off of the show. So tell us a little bit about that, Ezra. It is called Phineas and Ferb the movie Candace against the universe. It's about Candace who gets captured by aliens and Phineas and Ferb and their friends team up with Dr. Heinz Doofenshmirtz, agent P Perry, the platypus's sworn enemy to save Candace. And she's on an alien planet and they see that she got used to it, but she doesn't know that, that those aliens 
are actually trying to trick her. And I've I've never seen the show. I don't really know much about the movie. What was the show like? It was two stepbrothers named Phineas and Ferb who like doing imagination while on summer vacation. Like, for instance, building a roller coaster, a rocket ship, or surfing a continent or fighting a mummy. Or And Candace is, seems to be a tattletale, and she doesn't like what Phineas and Ferb and their friends are up to, and she wants to tell them, and she wants to bust them. But every time, every time she's about to bust them and tell their mom what they did and discover, it just disappears, and she fails at busting them. So it sounds pretty creative. Like the So is this... Are these things really happening or is this all just happening in their imaginations? Well, they're really doing it, though. And and I know they come up with things like build up, for instance, a haunted house, like racing chariots or time traveling or things like that. I know Phineas and Ferb and their friends are up to the same time. There's Perry the platypus, age who becomes Agent P, who goes on top secret missions to face against his enemy, Dr. Heinz Doofenshmirtz. And they fight against each other, and whenever Doofenshmirtz gets defeated by Perry, Doofenshmirtz says, Curse you, Perry the Platypus! <laughs> okay. I re- remember each one, like, in the jingle for Doofenshmirtz's, um, like, lair that Perry goes to to face against him is, Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated! <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So have you seen the movie yet or is it out yet? Yes, it is. It's on Disney Plus. I saw it. No spoilers or anything, but what did you think of it? It was fun and it was exciting. I even remember there have been crossovers with Phineas and Ferb. One was Phineas and Ferb Mission Marvel released in 2013. And another was Phineas and Ferb Star Wars, which was released in 2014. Mm -hmm. So would you recommend it to our listeners? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I again, I think it's on Disney Plus, so be sure to check it out. What else have you been watching this past month? Oh, a lot of some older, lesser-known Disney films and some lesser-known early movies made by DreamWorks. Such as? Ants, Road to El Dorado, Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas, as well as, I think, ones like Treasure Planet and Atlantis and Home on the Range. Interesting. So why those movies? What, why were you drawn to the more obscure films? Some, I'm, some of them I haven't seen as much and some I haven't even seen at all. Oh, wow. OK, so some of these movies were the first time you ever saw them. And I also even watched with my grandmother on Netflix was Shrek the Musical. How was that? Was it like a filmed version of the, the it musical? It was like a home video release, which first released in 2013 of the Broadway musical of Shrek. Gotcha. How was it? Great, and it was really funny, too. It was hilarious, and I noticed a lot of the differences between the first Shrek film and the play based on it. What were some differences that you noticed? Uh, For instance, one of them is that, like, the opening scene, it had a coming-of-age scene of Shrek and how he becomes an ogre who's kind of scary. And then, for instance, also, it reveals Fiona's childhood flashback when she was a little girl. The only song from the movie, which wasn't a musical that they had in the in the play, was I'm a Believer at the end. They had new addition, a lot of songs, because this film, this music play was a musical, unlike unlike the movie 
it's based on, which wasn't a musical, unlike many plays from Broadway, is based on Disney animated movies. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. And I wonder, I wouldn't know because I haven't seen the musical, but I wonder if it, if some of the difference differences are because it takes more from the source materials from the books that the movies are based on. Like Shrek, not many people know, is based on a book by William Steig. But that's awesome that, that you got to see that movie with your grandma. Yeah, that, which is the home video movie version of the musical of Shrek. Was it similar to what they did with Hamilton, where they it was like a filmed version of the play that they... they... Yeah, it was, only this one was released in 2013, which the original play of Shrek debuted on Broadway in 2008. Gotcha. Good to know. Well, in that vein, you know, I also was watching some shows from this past month. One that I recently rewatched was Samurai Jack. So that was a case where the show came out in the early 2000s, I think. And then it was canceled after the fourth season. But Mm. then about a decade or so later, they had a fifth and final season that wrapped up the story of Samurai Jack. And the premise of Samurai Jack is that there is the titular character, Samurai Jack, who is fighting this arch villain named Aku. And in the process of fighting Aku, he is sent through magic to the future and so his quest is he's got to get back, back to the past. To defeat a coup and stop his reign of evil. Hmm, yeah, I see. So it was canceled after the fourth season, so the story went unresolved, but they came back and completed it. So I had never seen the fifth season before, so that was satisfying to see the end of that story and... Yeah, it's it's on HBO. I'd I'd recommend it if if you were a fan of the original show, go give it a watch. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, and then I think we also have to mention that some sad news uh, from the past mm. month is that sadly Chadwick Boseman, who played the Black Panther, he passed away this past month from cancer he, uh, yeah. he was only 43 so it's very tragic and i know but it's really a credit to him and his career i know a lot of people know him for playing the black panther but um he he also had a really awesome career outside of that he played mm-hmm. a lot of iconic figures throughout history jackie robinson in 42 thurgood marshall in uh marshall and then I'm oh shoot I'm blanking oh James Brown and uh, Get On Up he played so he played a lot of these sort of iconic black figures from American history yeah and he was really just a fantastic actor taken before his time and really so just want to say you know that we appreciate his work so much and our condolences to his family for sure and I mean and for anyone who's seen black I mean he really was just amazing in in how he took over that role and really made it his own. And he was really good at sort of balancing that line of making these larger-than-life characters feel relatable. And Mm. so really, really going to miss his talent for sure. Any other news um, from the past month? Well, one of the things that was just announced today is that some new games and things from 
Super Mario Brothers 35th anniversary. Like Mario Kart Live and also some three classic Mario games coming to Nintendo Switch and some other things. Awesome. I know that uh, which happened is recently is that Amazon announced a new fitness tracker similar to Fitbit, Apple Watch and that other stuff called Amazon Halo. Premiering tomorrow on also on Disney Plus is a new show from the Jim Henson company called Earth to Ned. Nice. And then I I suppose outside of news about animation and tech and all that, as you mentioned before, you went to Mammoth. How was that? How was it getting out of L.A. for a little bit? It was uh, great. And I kept social distance when I went on some hikes and things. And I even went kayaking in a lake. That's awesome. If you're not familiar with Mammoth, it's out by uh, Yosemite. I know, and I was in Yosemite a little bit, too. Which oh, I cool. Was, I went to Yosemite with my family 15 years ago with when I was only nine. I had a chance to go out into the wilderness, too. I went on a backpacking trip near the beginning of August out to a place called Bishop Pass. Beautiful, beautiful area up in the mountains and really just was amazing to you know, get out into the wilderness and just uh, be out and about. Luckily for for us, Mm -hmm. we went before the fires got really bad, so we didn't have to, like, deal with smoke. Was it, was the smoke bad for you? No, it wasn't too bad. It didn't. That's good. I know, and it was really good and exciting and fun. I've also been working on a project of me reading children's picture books written and illustrated by diverse authors because of the Black Lives Matter movement. That's awesome. Representing, like, for instance, Black or African-American culture, or books written by, like, people who are African-American or Hispanic, Asian. Nice, awesome. And where where can people find uh, this project if they're interested? I'm working on it and collaborating with Little Free Diverse Library. Okay, all right. Well, I guess... uh, Listeners, you're just going to have to stay tuned because this is very exciting to hear, Ezra. Can't wait to see it come out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's very cool that you're keeping busy and doing something good, especially in this climate. Um, I saw your dad <laughs> wrote wrote something for the LA Times opinion page, so that was exciting to read. Yeah, I know. That's really cool to, to hear his perspective on that. So, yeah, so if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Can't wait to hear more about your project and uh, glad to be back talking to you again as it's been a while. So yeah, I know it's nice to catch up. That's great. And there's anything you did this past month? Yeah. Well, um, like I said, I went I went on that backpacking trip, had a chance to go a couple weeks after uh, made sure I didn't have any symptoms or anything. Mm-hmm. I went and visited my parents. So that was nice to get to see them and get away a little bit. They have a pool, so that was very nice to be able to jump in, especially it was in the middle of the the heat wave. So being able to <laughs> cool off a little bit was really nice. And yeah, it's just otherwise kind of just been been working on some other projects on the side and taking it easy. It's been I know it's been a crazy time for a lot of people right now. I know. So it's it's uh it's good that you were able to get away. It's good that I was able to get away and sort of take a time to refresh. You know, I think that's important, especially now, you know. Okay, so I think that'll be it for our feature presentation today. Great. 
Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time. If you like what we do, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash animation and beyond. In the meantime, we have a trivia question for you. What star of another animated show from Disney Channel made a cameo in an episode of Phineas and Ferb? Okay, so if you know the answer, give us a shout on Facebook or send us an email at animationandbeyond at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye! See you later. Bye!